Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Extracts Talk Show or the Extracts Podcast. As you know, this is a weekly show where we cover and unravel and unwind the latest happenings during the week. And today we're going to talk about a host of things. So one of the headlines we'll be talking about is a 12-year-old girl by the name of Sadia who was kidnapped and converted uh, into a Christian by a reverend father in here in Kaduna. And we'll also be discussing the recent saga between Anrufai and the NBA concerning his, uh, his dismissal from the com- from a recent conference, from an upcoming conference, sorry. And to discuss with me today, I have a good friend, a lovely brother, by the name of Abdurrahman Babang Saibo. Salaamu alaikum, Abdurrahman. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah, brother. It's always uh, nice to join on the extract. Yes, yes, exactly. If you guys remember, he was uh, on our first ever uh, podcast together. And before, you know, everything transferred to Liberty FM. And we'll also be joined next by Malang Aliyu Usman, who was with us last week as we went through the latest news. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back shortly. So welcome back. And as we discussed, we were going to start things off with uh, news, a horrific news, of a 12-year-old girl by the name of Sadia Idris who, who mysteriously disappeared from home since 2014, only to appear on the 9th of August 2020, after seven years in captivity of a reverend father whom changed her name to Christy Idris Jonah and her religion from Islam to Christianity. And also he enrolled her in missionary school in Jos every Christmas. The reverend used to bring uh, the said Sadia for Christmas uh, in Barakallahu, to Barakallahu until she cannot be allowed to even see her parents now because of the trauma that she has gone through. And how? what do you make of this? You know, it's... It's an incident that we've seen quite so often in in recent times. We remember the Kano 9 that were kidnapped, the illegal IDP camps that were set up by some missionaries and they were taking kids from their parents, promising security, promising good life, and just taking them and changing their religion. Yeah, indeed. Um, um, remember when this... Um What's his name again? The the said uh, Muslim brother who went to the south and from uh, Bielsa, yeah, from Bielsa, and uh, was said to allegedly convert, or is it um, forcefully get married to uh, uh, an Igbo girl? And uh, when he was released uh, recently, the discussion came back to light, and um, we we were like asking questions that. Um, is that the justice that needed to be done because we need more clarity about it because there are a lot of things going on and um, whenever it is from the some uh, the the victim or the the crime uh, happens to incline towards much more to the northerner we say 
uh, we seem to be much more reluctant, especially us in the north. We don't try to probe much more into the situation. We don't try to ask very deep questions and we don't try to, uh, we don't have the activists or the people to support or to, uh, to fight through to find uh, the truth uh, out of these outcomes. But then, um, remembering the incidents, you even men- mentioned the man that uh, took uh, like nine kids uh, down to the south and, you know, had them, you know, enslaved and uh, being uh, um, subjected to hard hardship and labor and stuff and being converted to Christianity. And n- nothing up till today has been said, um, been done to the man. Because I, I kind of I curiously followed this uh, the story and then I found that none of our own um, northerners, you know, kept pushing to f- to see the end of this kind of thing. And now we're talking about a reverend father, whom allegedly um, kidnapped a little girl and converted her to Christianity, and now. Um, Right now, we are not even seeing anything happening, even on the media, not even on the social media. No one is saying anything. No one is uh, trying to fight uh, over the course. Not that no one exactly, but then um, it's not as if when it was uh, with the uh, young guy who, you know, got jailed for the for what he did in the south. So the thing is, I'm not trying to sound bias or sound religious or sound tribalistic, but then we need equality in voicing out these kind of things so that whenever it happens, justice should be done, not that um, a certain group of people in Nigeria should just keep doing what they do and then uh, they get away with it at the end of the day. Yeah, but you know, when we went to cover the story at uh, Tudongwada in Kaduna, uh, we, we saw... Um, how the police were reacting. They were very careful not to allow some certain information to leak out because these issues are sensitive issues. Even when we went to the police headquarters in Kaduna, when she was transported, her and the Reverend Father, it, uh, it was being treated with a bit of caution because if this news should break out, there's a potential that it might blow up into something you know, massive. I agree. Um, looking at the fact that is Kaduna at uh, the moment is not even in a stable uh, circumstance or should I say situation to have much more of the proliferation of uh, these kind of incidences. I think uh, the police should also, yes, uh, exercise cautions, but then the justice system should also work uh, efficiently in trying to curb or, let me say, coax this kind of uh, activity or incidences. The um, the unfortunate situation where um, a little girl will be kidnapped from her parents for years is uh, something that needs to be treated, you know, strongly and seriously. So I think, um, yes, indeed, the police should uh, exercise caution, but then what are our own people doing about it? Uh, our even our people are they even informed? Do we have um, a body, a kind of a, an institution where these kind of matters are being dealt with? Yeah, you see, and now according to her relative by the name of Aliu Isa, her father Idris died as a result of her going missing, including her senior sister, whom she was staying with before her adoption, also died of a heart attack. Her mother, Fatima, 
who was lamented that the who lamented that the disappearance of her daughter has caused a lot of damage in her life. She expressed that they have no one to lean on about this case, only Allah and the entire Muslim community for justice to be done to her daughter's abduction by the reverend and some of the Islamic and also uh, Christian scholars we interviewed condemned the action of the Saudi abduction, calling for the government to ensure that justice has prevailed. And up until now, the entire case has not yet been concluded and the faith of the Reverend Father is still yet to be said, but it is said that he will be tried in court. But for now, the Kaduna State Police Command has since been on top of the situation as investigation is going on to find the reason why the Reverend would abduct Saadia illegally and change her religion. Well, at least some progress is being made, but I would say the damage has been done on the side of the Reverend Father. I mean, two lives have, have been lost because of this abduction that he has done. I mean, how hard would agree. I would agree with the latter of what you uh, submitted right now, but I would... Um, kind of subtly disagree with the former part of your uh, submission as you asked a, a very reasonable question. Um, as, as you said, uh, the police are trying to find out or trying to investigate the matter as to the reasons. And then I, I, to my own logical or rational uh, psyche, I would say there is no rational uh, reason behind someone abducting uh, a child, converting the child's religion, converting their, um, just changing the situations of their lives entirely, and then uh, uh, just for their own satisfaction or their own um, personal, uh, uh, how would I put it, personal uh, gains. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can't, I can't just say it's reasonable because there is no reason to start even finding reasons for unreasonable things like this. We should just try to focus on uh, because recently there was these uh, the proliferation also of the rape mm. against children. And yeah, people uh, around social media and around mainstream media were discussing reasons behind grown up, fully grown up men raping young children as young as six months. You mm. know, this is unfathomable. This is something. I cannot even start reasoning. And someone wants to discuss rationale behind that. How can that happen? So there are things that we should start, uh, we should stop thinking of uh, finding reasons for and just start finding a justice for. Yes, absolutely. So right now we'll be going on a very short break. And by the time we come back, um, we'll be joined by Malam Ali Usman, as we discuss Malam Nasiru Erufai saga with the NBA. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> 